on this episode of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast. We realized a little bit into our trip that we were staying in our bubble. We were very much staying in our Caesars Bellagio Cosmo bubble. And to be honest, there was no way that I would have felt comfortable walking down the strip at midnight holding my camera up in the air blogging because I feel like that would have made me a target. In Spanish, its name means the Meadows. You might know it as the entertainment capital of the world, lost wages, or simply Sin City. Of course, I'm talking about fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. On average, 42 million people visit Las Vegas every year, and I'm one of them. I love this city. The sights, the sounds, the shows, the people, the history. I want to share all of it with you. Taking you to the world-famous Vegas Strip and beyond, my name is Jeff, and this is the Jeff Does Vegas Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 74 of the Jeff Does Vegas Podcast. Before we get rolling into this episode of the show, I want to thank everyone for checking out the last episode of the podcast, where I shared some of my favorite classic albums recorded live on the Vegas Strip. As I said, it's been rough not being able to check out live entertainment in Las Vegas, but listening to those albums is a great way to fill the void. If you haven't had a chance to listen as of yet, jump into the archives wherever you get your podcasts and search out episode number 73, Viva Live Vegas, or head to the website at jeffdoesvegas.com for show notes and links. All right, on to the podcast. Needless to say, Vegas is going through some very weird times. We're not really post-COVID per se, in that COVID is still a thing and still a concern in Las Vegas and elsewhere around the world. However, over the course of the last few months, Las Vegas has been slowly opening back up to tourists. And as great as it's been to see people returning to Las Vegas, that reopening hasn't come without its hiccups. The biggest issue as of late appears to be an increase in crime in the tourist areas of Las Vegas, specifically on the Vegas Strip. As of the recording of this podcast, there have been multiple shootings, a stabbing on a bus, several high-profile fights both inside and outside of casinos, and of course, there's the infamous scooter gangs. But is what's being portrayed in the news and on social media what's actually happening? And does it really matter? After all, there's that old saying, perception is reality. And if people perceive the Vegas Strip as unsafe, that's the reality in their minds. And in the long run, that's going to hurt tourism. Since I'm still stuck in my own country and unable to travel to Vegas, I wanted to get the thoughts of someone who's recently been to Las Vegas and actually experienced the reality of the city. My guests for this episode of the podcast are Dave and Michelle, the hosts of the YouTube channel, We Work to Visit Vegas. They've been regular Vegas visitors for the past few years and have been posting videos of their vacations on YouTube since 2017. In that time, they've garnered over 5,600 subscribers and have over a half a million video views. I talked to them about their vlog and the inspiration behind the decision to start posting videos, and we chatted about their favorite spots in Vegas and what they enjoy most about the city. But most importantly, I wanted to hear about their most recent trip to Las Vegas, which happened at the end of September 2020, and how it differed from their previous trips, including a trip 
in January of 2020. Please enjoy my conversation with Dave and Michelle from WeWork to Visit Vegas. The minute I touched down, I said, this is my city. This is where I belong. This is this is my love. And I fell in love immediately. And then, you know, the, I kind of talked him into going the first time. And, and I think that immediately fell in love with he it. He immediately also fell in love with 100%. it. 100%. And um, I, I don't really know how to explain it to someone who's never been. It's a, it, it's an it's an immediate love. It's, it's an immediate Vegas. like oh my goodness, <laughs> like the lights, the people, the atmosphere, the smell, even the bad smells because yes. <laughs> There are. I mean, there's, it, it, the it, smell it, of the MGM into the strip. We yeah, all know the smell, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> matter. It's just, uh, it just like hits you in the heart for me anyway. Hundred percent. It, it hits me in the heart. Like it. I like. I'm in love with it. Because I, I did a trip in my early twenties where it was six guys piled into the back seat of a '69 Camaro and we drove to Vegas with like. $300 between us and stayed in the Motel 6. <laughs> we parted our asses off and we had a great time. But that was the last time I went to Vegas mm-hmm. until I got with her. You know, I, I, it was, I'd been and it wasn't on my list of places to go again. But then she talked me into it and it's the only place we go. It is, you know, people, people don't get it, I guess. People don't which, get it. Which we- I don't understand because the people that don't get it, for us, where we live here in the Midwest and in Ohio, Gatlinburg, Tennessee is a huge destination. And Myrtle Beach as and well. And Myrtle Beach. Yes. You'll go to Gatlinburg or Myrtle Beach every year to the same house, the same cabin, the same campground. But you want to you want to comment on me going to Vegas every year? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. I haven't it's... paid for a hotel room in five years in Vegas. You know, <laughs> how much are you paying for your house on the beach? It's just it's a genuine love. Like I, I don't yeah. know how to explain it. And I think in our blogs, like we try to say it, but it's a deep love of the city. Yes, that's, that's the only way. It's our second home. It. It's, it's our second home. It's it's all the things. Like I don't really know how to explain it. Other than that, it's the the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, that's, it's that's all. The only way it's I all. It's what makes it. Vegas the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's a good way to put it, babe. Yeah. It's funny that you you call it and you talk about it being your second home, and I think that frequent Vegas visitors do look at it as their second home. Like when I when I go to Vegas, I feel like a local. You know, I walk down the strip. I'm annoyed by the tourists. People ask yes. me for directions. I, sure. I I feel like a local. Sure. It's yes. it it definitely feels like that that second home. How often in a year? How many times a year do you guys do Vegas on average? We try to go three times a year. We try to go um, early spring. So like we're talking about a March trip this year. We try to go September. We always go in September because that's our anniversary. Anyone who watches our videos knows we go in September. And then we try to go November. He can't go in December because of his work situation, but we try to go in November. So we try to go three times a year. Yep. We try to go three times a year. Yeah. Any less than that is a bad year. Mm-hmm. And so for you guys then, what is it that keeps taking you back to Las Vegas as a person that goes six, seven, 
eight times a year for three or four nights at a time. That's the question that everybody always asks me is why do you keep going back over and over again to the same place? So I'll ask that question of you guys. Is it the the food? Is it the drinking? Is it the gambling? Is it the shows? Is it is it all of the above? What is it that that keeps you guys going back? Yes. It's all the same. <laughs> all of the above. All, all of the above. Of the it's just for us, it's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. I mean, we say that Vegas is our second home. Honestly, sometimes I feel like Vegas is our home. And this is just where we go when we're not at Vegas. We're not in Vegas. <laughs> you know, and, and for real. And we have people all the time ask us, why don't you guys just move out to Vegas? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and my thing is because then it's, Vegas becomes home and it stops being Vegas, Vegas. you know? <laughs> It's just, it's where we go to relax. That's where we go to, I mean, we have weekends here where we drink and we listen to music. You know, you wind down, but it's not like winding down in Vegas where you can just let loose and you can be your real person. But on the other Does hand. Does that make sense? No, but it, it makes total sense. But on the other hand, like the last two years, okay, for our anniversary, September, we're always there in September. For our yeah. anniversary, we've gotten a terrace suite at Cosmo. Just one night at the Cosmo on the terrace and we have literally done nothing those nights it's our anniversary nothing. we didn't go to dinner we didn't go out to the club we didn't do anything we got some drinks and we sat on the terrace looking at vegas because that's, that's all we happy. need that's all we need is to it's just if you've ever stayed at the cosmo you know it's just it's just laid out and there is everything you love about yeah. Vegas is right in front of you. The lights, the people, the the sounds, the smell, just everything. It's very hard to explain to someone who's never been. It or, just it's or someone like, who doesn't love it like we do. It's just like in your soul. Yep. To me, 100%. to me, it's in my soul. It's it's again coming back to the whole thing about feeling like home. It makes me laugh because. Uh, a couple of times, my wife and I have gone to a few Vegas Golden Knights games. Of course, Canadian, got to go to hockey. Doesn't matter where you are, you got to go to hockey. And one of the last games we were at, we were sitting in the stands and we were watching the game and we we laughed and we said, you know, I think we know more people here in this building, the T-Mobile Arena, right now than we would know if we went to a Calgary Flames game in our own city <laughs> at the Saddle Dome here at home. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. We have more of a social life in Vegas than we do here at home. Same. We are the exact we same. We are the exact same. I mean, we, of course, have friends here. But not but... like we do in Vegas. We met up with some people this trip that we have met on other trips and had a blast with them. It's just a and different... Because um... It's just different because people here don't get our obsession with Las Vegas yeah. and, and being Vegas goers three times a year, we live a different lifestyle than most of the, most of the people that we, that we associate with around here. I mean, I'm a blue collar worker. The guys that I work with, they're, they're all about, let's go to Gatlinburg for the weekend and go camping or let's go, which is, fine, let's go get a camp, which is that's, cool. That's, that's what you want to do. That's, that's not our thing. You know what I mean? We, we just have a completely different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And when we get out there where we, we associate, when we get to Vegas, we associate with people that with the same passion, with the same passion. You're right. I think um, I think you've hit the nail right on the head there when you talk about passion. And, and I don't know that there's anywhere else that people go to that invokes that much passion 
the same kind of passion that Las Vegas does among frequent visitors, with the exception, maybe, of Disney. I, I have a few friends who are, are frequent Disney visitors, are, are Disney fanatics, and they are as equally passionate about Disney as as I am about Las Vegas. Sure. No, I- and, and it's the same to me. It's the same thing. Like you go to Disney with your children and you enjoy that or you enjoy that without children. And we we enjoy Vegas. It's the same passion. It is. It is an instant and connection. Honest, it, it, and honestly, it's it's um, you go to Disney and you enjoy it with your children and you have that type of fun and you go to Vegas and you drink and you smoke and you you're your real person. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I feel. I'm yep. like my real self when I'm in Vegas, if that makes any type of sense. But the nice thing is, like you said, with the with the passion, it's an instant connection. Anybody yeah. you meet who is a frequent Vegas goer, because you, people that you meet through through social media, through YouTube, anything like that, um, you know, it's an instant connection because yeah. you have that in common, you know, mm-hmm. and that's enough sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, what are your guys' favorite places to to stay uh, when you're in Vegas? I mean, I've I've seen a few of your videos. I know you guys are are huge fans of the Cosmo. But if you had to put together a, a list of your favorite places, what spots would be on that list? Our list, I think, for me, my list is Cosmo, Cromwell, Bellagio. She's got a different list. <laughs> My favorite place is Bellagio. My favorite hotel is Bellagio. I just feel very comfortable there. Um, probably Bellagio, Cosmo, and then the Cromwell. Like the Cromwell, I don't think it gets the um, respect. I don't, think it, I don't think it gets the respect or the credibility that it deserves. Like it is a top-notch hotel. Like they pay attention to details. The rooms are small, but they're beautiful. They don't feel small at all. And it's it's we loved we, we and we we, we were there once. We were originally booked in the Cromwell. This trip couldn't because Love Island was being filmed there, so we got moved to the to um, Caesars, which we had never stayed at, which we loved. Um, but but yeah. it wasn't the Cromwell. But it yeah. wasn't. I, I I do like the Cromwell, but Bellagio is my favorite. My yeah. personal favorite. I, I personally love the Cromwell because it's so small. It is a little boat, boutique hotel. Within a day, everybody knows. Everybody that works there <laughs> knows you're a guest, and and they treat you as such. They treat you like you're somebody important. Or even at Bellagio, it's so huge. You know, they they know they, they don't they don't know who you are. I mean. At Cromwell, the the guy that's mopping the floor when you go downstairs in the morning to get a cup of coffee, he he realizes that you're staying there and, and treats you as a valued yeah. guest. Enjoy the and as a customer, a as a valued mm-hmm. guest. What was your guys' thought on Caesar's Palace? And the reason I ask is, uh, a couple of years ago for my birthday trip in December, um, somehow I don't know how, but somehow. I ended up with comps at Caesars and my wife and I were originally going to stay off the strip at Tuscany, but we thought, well, Hey, comps Caesars got to give that a try. So I'm, I'm curious to know what you guys thought of Caesars palace. So I enjoyed Caesars. I thought, it, I mean, I think Caesars is a beautiful property. 
it's just so gigantic. Mm-hmm. It's so gigantic. You're like, oh, which way do we go? Which way do we go? But I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I can't say that I didn't. Uh, no, the I, room I, was beautiful. The hotel is beautiful. Um, yeah, I no, I didn't. I didn't mind it at all. No, I didn't mind it, but I've stayed at Caesars, and now I don't have to stay there again if I don't have to, if I don't want to. Um, we 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 did it. Um, it. It was a nice room. It was a beautiful room. Yeah. We actually got. I did the twenty dollar trick at the uh, at the reception, and I got a nice upgrade. Yeah. And it was it was a fantastic room. But we were back in the uh, what was the name of the tower? And it, we were at the tower back by the on the back. We had, a, we, had a, we had a pool view. So that tower was quite a ways back there. Man, that is a haul. It's just so a big. Haul to get to the strip. Yeah. If you don't mind such a big property, then I, I really have nothing negative to say about it. I, I enjoyed staying there. The the Caesars staying at Caesars is great when you're sober. But if you've got a few in you, good luck finding <laughs> good luck finding your elevator. And we had a couple times like that this yeah. past trip. He was like, Oh my goodness, I gotta get you back to the room. <laughs> It's funny you say that about you've stayed there, so now you can say you've stayed there. Yeah. We felt exactly the same way. Um, we were in it was I think the Augustus Tower, and the room was lovely. I mean, it was it was a decent sized room. The bathroom was huge. We had shower tub, the whole deal. Um, and the Augustus Tower is one of those towers that isn't the giant long haul from the main entrance, so that was not too bad. But I found it was just kind of, I don't want to say meh. Yeah, exactly. But but it wasn't anything special. Like I've stayed at the Mirage and and I thought the rooms at the Mirage were actually nicer. Um, Even Planet Hollywood. I stayed there back in November and I thought the rooms were as nice or nicer than the room I had at Caesars. Really? See, because we're 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 M Life people. Because uh, we we did get the some some a decent decent rate on the rooms at Caesars through um, last year they had the matching with the diamond mm-hmm. right and we have gambled enough at Caesars properties that we got some offers but we we absolutely get better offers from M Life so we we try to stay pretty loyal to that you know how that works when you yeah when you you've got to stick with one yeah I totally know what you mean I'm a I'm a Caesars guy and I for the most part, will only stay at Caesars properties, uh, whichever one happens to be giving me the best deal. So if I'm going to deviate from that and go stay at an MGM property, it needs to be for a, a really, uh, really good deal, like like 100% free comp rooms or something like that. Right. Sure, sure. And, and, and we're the same with them, like. Yeah, like it's, 100%. It's, uh, but this was our first. Well, no, that's not true. No, we got so coffee. staying at um Cromwell was at Cromwell was our first time staying at um at a Caesar's property, and I, I loved, I loved it, I loved it at Cromwell. I loved it. Well, because we've gotten to the point where we try to balance it a little bit. We're like, I, I'll actually sit there and kind of run the numbers in my head as far as like how our comps are going and how much spend mm. we have on each 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 resort whether for m life versus caesars because when we go for seven eight nine days if i can get four nights free in m life and then three nights free at caesars and then pay for one night at, at cosmo in between worth I'm, a, it. I'm a okay with that yeah you know? worth it. so i want to talk to you guys about the vlog and about your youtube channel 
Um, first of all, I, I went back and I watched a bunch of the videos. I absolutely love them. Thank you. They're so well put together. And, and I, I feel like they speak to me, you guys and I were kind of right in the same age group. And, and so I feel like you guys are, are doing a lot of the same stuff that my wife and I do when we travel to Vegas. What was it that really inspired you guys to, to start vlogging and start putting together this YouTube channel. We started when we first, the, after our first trip to Vegas, we started watching a ton of Vegas vlogs mm -hmm. and we found Matt Bridger and we loved his vlogs. But in the process of searching for Matt Bridger, I would type in, you know, YouTube search Vegas vlogs and up pops a thousand videos of 20 somethings that yeah. living like high rollers while they're in Vegas. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want to see you going clubbing at three o'clock in the morning. We just couldn't relate to that. It was not relatable. We're not that age. No, it's not relatable. But that's pretty much why it was like you know let's 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 do let's show some Vegas vlogs of people of a certain age. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and show what it's like for for regular people in Vegas, not people that are going there to just get some views, or for people that aren't going there for some influencer for whatever you're looking for on, on, on yeah. your social media platform you know we're we're we're, we're we've got we just broke like 5500 subscribers and we're thrilled i mean absolutely thrilled but never ever in our wildest dreams did we expect that we would be oh a disappointment no. this no. was pretty much like it was like you know let's vlog this if we get people to watch it cool if not we've got memories uh -huh. That's, no. that's that's what it was. I, I have to just say, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's Good. what I have to say it was for me. Like when he first suggested that we start blogging, I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if I want people like that far um, in our business. Like that honestly, I don't know if I want people <clears throat> that far in my business to see how I'm doing, whatever. But the, it just naturally flowed. But but what you for me personally, it's memories for, for me. It's memories of past trips and our anniversaries and our our, our our friends and our gambling and it's it's memories for me that we can look back on and which we did the last two hours we've just been watching but we our do, previous vlogs and we do that <laughs> but we do that often because it's it's just nice to look back and be like oh my gosh remember how what a great time that was remember when we did this or we met this person or we did this or we went to this crazy restaurant or, you know, whatever it's, it's memories for us. Yep. And if other people get enjoyment out of that, then great. Then yay. You great. know, we're, we're happy about that. I mean, we're just, we're just, we're just us. We're, we're just, just, we're just us. regular people who pick up a yeah. camera and say whatever comes to mind. You know, although I do have to say, I have to catch him because he likes to drop the F bomb a lot. So I have to, I have to catch him. <laughs> To not drop the F bomb a lot. That depends on how many how many cocktails she's fed me. <laughs> um, I know for me, with the amount that I go to Vegas, people are 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 always asking me questions. I've got friends and family emailing and texting and such all the time. Have you guys become the the de facto Vegas experts amongst your your circle of friends and family? hundred percent. hundred percent. Anybody in my work that's going to Vegas knows, go and talk to Dave. Yeah. Go yeah, and talk to Dave. Well. I mean, if, and if they don't know, somebody's going to tell them, <laughs> you need to go and talk to Dave before you go to Vegas. Yeah. 
And again, I love the fact that who you are trying to reach with your videos are, are basically me and my wife, as you say, the, the videos that are floating around for the most part on YouTube are young millennials, good looking six packs, oiled up hot bikinis at the, the pool at the Cosmo or, or at, at Dre's and, and just not in my wheelhouse at all. I mean, many years ago, my, uh, I went to Vegas with some buddies and we had a, we decided once in a lifetime opportunity, we're going to do bottle service. I think it was 350 or 400 bucks a pop. And there, there were six of us. <laughs> and you're like, Oh God, that's just awful. I mean, legit, this last trip was our biggest blowout trip we've ever had. I mean, we just spent money, but we haven't gone for two trips. Yeah. We budget, you know, it's not like, yeah, it, it makes me almost physically ill to see these kids that are just like, we're just going to pop out to Vegas for the weekend. We're going to fly first class and then we're going to go and mm. stay in the penthouse suite at Cosmo. And then we're going to get bottle service for 300. No. And that's how, a- how are you doing that? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. understand. I work my ass off and yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. You do nothing but take pictures on Instagram. I don't understand. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just an age. I think it's just an age thing. Like, uh, you know, is. we work and, you know, we're just like everybody else. We, you get paid, you put X amount back for Vegas. I mean, we, I personally put X amount back for Vegas, every single paycheck. I put so much back so that in this past trip, we had a lot of um, extra money, if you want to say, just because we, we had missed two trips. Mm-hmm. So, and my plan of attack is to work a shit ton of overtime a month before we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the saver. He's not the saver, but that's okay. It's a balance. It's a balance. One, it's a marathon. One, it's a sprint. <laughs> yeah, it's a balance. I'm the sprinter, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a balance. So, I do want to talk about your most recent trips. Sure. You guys had a trip in January pre-COVID when things were normal for Vegas. And then you just had a trip here in September. Um, Other than the obvious with masks everywhere and social distancing and capacity limits and, and things like that. um, What would you say was the biggest difference between the two trips? The crowd and the vibe. It's it's definitely a different crowd that's there right now. We were just watching some of our video today that I posted up. It, it, it's it's a younger crowd. It's a rougher crowd, especially as you've seen like the last the last week or so with everything that's going. On. I mean, the, the week we were there, the week before that had been the big fight at the wind that everybody that's a yep. Vegas goer knows about. Mm-hmm. But since we've been back, I mean, uh, uh, things have just been popping off. Shootings, shootings daily. Five shootings. Five or six shootings. Five or six shootings. Yeah, since we've been there. And you could feel that that was coming. Mm-hmm. You could. I mean, just, I've, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown man, but I've been on the block a few times, so I can kind of sense that vibe. The, the strip, the strip was a little more tense this year. I have never felt uncomfortable on the strip at, at any point in time in any of our visits. Mm-mm. But we realized a little bit into our trip that we were staying in our bubble. We were very much staying in our Caesars, Bellagio, Cosmo bubble. 
And to be honest, there was no way that I would have felt comfortable walking down the strip at midnight holding my camera up in the air blogging mm-hmm. because I feel like that would have made me a target. And that's wow. that's the way I feel. I mean, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination a coward or scared of my own shadow. I'm, I, I'm fine. You know, I'm always very aware of who and what's around me while I'm mm-hmm. vlogging, but I've never felt like it was going to be an issue. I, be safe. Be wary at all times. You're in a big city. Things happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There are people there that are trying to be dishonest at all times. There are. Sure. Hundred percent, but the vibe this time. Usually, when you're in Vegas, everybody's happy. Like the vibe is like everybody's kind of in a pretty good mood, and it it just felt tense. Mm-hmm. There was like a tenseness in the air. Yeah. Like if somebody looked at somebody the wrong way, something was going to happen. Yeah. And I, I like I didn't feel um um unsafe unsafe, but. Like Dave said, we didn't, we, we not intentionally, I don't think, but we, we stayed within like, um, a small bubble of, of hotels. We didn't walk down the strip towards TI or we didn't walk down towards, um, new, like New York, New York, like the South end. Um, and I think it was a subconscious thing. I don't think we consciously did it. No, no. I think we just, we were only there for a certain amount of days and we had people we were meeting and, but I didn't feel unsafe. Um, but you could tell it was different. It was different. And, and I don't know any other way to put it. it, it, it yeah. It, it's really hard to explain, Jeff, that just, just the vibe, just the vibe was just different. Um, the, 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 yeah. the people that were there were different. The, the, the median age was like 22, 23. And, you know, and, and you could tell it was driving people. You know what yeah. I mean? There wasn't a lot of people, though. The tourists were missing. The, the out-of-country tourists, the convention people, they were missing. And it was obvious that they were missing because what was left behind were the scooter w- people. I'm not – No, 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 the scooter people, 100%. The scooter people were um, – Obnoxious. <laughs> they were obnoxious. Obnoxious wasn't the word I was going to use, but I was going to say very, very present. It was – And it doesn't necessarily mean that they were on scooters, okay? That just means that they were – looking at the scooters and thinking, hey, that looks like a good idea. Well, I mean, and we did see a couple instances where the scooter people, the people who were in their scooters were stopped by the hotel security that said, don't go so fast, put your mask on, you know, whatever. I mean, we saw that a couple times. Yeah, and then then that was basically they just gave the security guy the finger. And And just kept on going. And just gunned it and whipping, whipping around people. I mean... But we didn't, honestly, we didn't notice any, there was no violence or anything while we were there. But then all the things happened after we came back. Like, I think there's been five instances after we came back. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just, it's it feels very weird that that's happening right now. And I guess the argument that always tends to pop up, and I've, I've seen this in various different uh, Vegas Facebook groups that I'm in and, and various places on social media, the argument is, you know what crime happens and it doesn't matter what big city you're in or even what small city you're in crime is going to occur. It's, it's as simple as that. But in the past, the tourist areas of Las Vegas, um, whether it's downtown, whether it's the strip, those areas have always been safe. 
crime happens in Las Vegas, yes, but it tends to happen away from those popular tourist areas. And I always felt like the bigger the crowd on the strip, the safer I felt personally. That was always kind of the way it was. But now it seems like whether it's the the fights or the shootings or the scooter gangs or whatever other kind of bullshit that can pop up as of late, it's starting to migrate to the strip and it's getting coverage and it's projecting this perception that those areas are unsafe. 100% I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you, like you said earlier, um, people are saying, Oh, well, it's a big city. There's always crime. Yeah, but it, it generally hasn't been the tourists causing the crime. Mm. Yeah, there's crime that happens out here. There's crime that happens out here, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the city of Vegas with the locals of Vegas. Yeah, absolutely, because that's it's a big city. That happens. But for the most part, the tourists didn't cause that. I mean, of course, there's fights every day. I guarantee you somebody somewhere in Vegas is having a fight. Sure. Because somebody looked at them wrong. It's just the nature of people when they've got some drinks in them. You know what I mean? It it, it just is. But mm-hmm. never until this trip have we ever experienced the, and, and we the didn't tension. Per- yeah, the tension. It, it, it's so yeah. hard to like put like a real um a real way to. There's no real way to say it. I'm. I just. It was just a vibe that I had. I yeah. I, I I paid attention to my feelings and it was just tense like it just felt like even when we were there before all the real violence started happening that it was getting ready to boil over and then shit was getting ready to pop off and it could have happened at any point in time because you've got all these people that are driving in from la and from california from arizona and and frankly i felt like there was a lot of gang members and stuff that were there so you've got guys from this gang you've got guys from this gang you've got guys from this gang they see each other on the strip. Mm-hmm. Guess what's not neutral territory? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I've seen a lot on, on social media. People are calling it little L.A. now. Oh, see, I haven't heard that. Oh, about. yeah. I've, I've seen a I guess I've I can see that, that, though. But, just, it, it's, uh, but, but don't, don't, like, don't misunderstand us. It was still Vegas. Yeah. It was, it was still Las Vegas, the city that we all love and we did. We don't feel any differently about it. We will continue to go. It it will not deter us from going. No, but we're definitely still... more aware. We're definitely more aware on the strip. How's that? Because generally, when we when we go to you know when we go to Fremont, you've been to Fremont. You you, you keep the the people on Fremont are a little shiftier, a little it's, shadier. It's just different. You know, it's it's different. It's a different vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you kind of keep your head a little more in a swivel there. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I the strip was even more Fremonty than Fremont this last trip. Wow. Um, did you notice a difference between say daytime and nighttime? Like, was there a point where you were like, listen, we're, we're not going out after such and such a time. Cause I mean, I've heard that from some people on social media been like, I don't want to leave my hotel after like 11 o'clock at night kind of deal. I mean, we didn't, I personally didn't notice that we went out. Like I said, we were still kind of in our small, um, Bellagio Cosmo kind of bubble. Not intentionally, but it was just the way it ended up. Although yeah. there was a, there was a point in time where I remember, maybe I even said something to you that you know 
it, it was like one o'clock in the morning. I had the vlogging camera. I had my backpack full of the rest of my gear and stuff. And I remember thinking, and I, I may have said out loud, I don't know. Was, we were pretty drunk. Most of the time, but, it's true. <laughs> but I remember you know, at the very least thinking to myself and meaning to say out loud that I would not want to walk the strip right now with, with this stuff on me Yeah. because the strip's pretty brightly lit, pretty well lit, but it was dead. I mean, it was quiet. It was. And, and the people that were there were in groups. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there are areas where you walk along the strip, like, like say you're going from Bellagio to Caesars. Say you don't want to walk down past the Spanish bar there. You go down to the right along the strip. That's a dark little area. Mm -hmm. I was aware of those things, which is sad to me that I had to be aware of those things and and had to be aware. Because before this trip, we would have never given all. it a second thought. No, no. Before this trip, it would have been like, let's walk down this trip. Let's kind of a TI and see what's shaking. Yeah. And this time it was, and it was never like, a, like I said, it was never like a conscious decision on my part. Mm -hmm. It was just. But I don't want to come across as a. Being scared or like it was a bad Sure. A bad, no. not. I would be, be there. Aware. Be I aware. Would, yes, I would be there today. If we could go back today, I would go back today. Like I have no qualms about going back. Just be aware. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, just a, it's just a tiny bit different. Just a tiny it's, bit different. No, it's more than a tiny bit. All right, I'm going to say a tiny bit. <laughs> it, it, is, it, is, it is more than a tiny bit different, but it's still Vegas. Still Vegas. It's still Vegas. It's still the city we all love. So then I guess the question is, as tourists, as quote unquote outsiders, what is it you think needs to happen in order to get Vegas back to where it was six or seven or eight months ago? Is it more security officers at the hotels? Is it a, an increased police presence? Because I know I've, I've read a few social media posts from people saying that they weren't noticing uh, metro out on the strip as much as maybe they used to see them is it um metal detectors or airport style security at the casinos and and hotels is it an increase in the room rates is it is it all of the above what what do you guys think needs to happen so i will disagree with the with the um security or police presence because when we were there we saw either security or police presence everywhere like much more than we had seen in yes. any of our past. It was very trips. obtrusive. Um, but to to your question, I would say, and I almost don't want to say this, but I think that um, oh gosh, I don't even know if I want to say it. Say it. So so if the you know the room rates are very cheap right now, they're very cheap because Vegas needs people. They need people to come, and they need people to. You know, they need people to not be afraid to come back and spend their money. I mean, that's what it's about, right? right. Vegas is about making like, money. Come, come with us and spend your money and eat in our restaurants and play in our casinos and see our ship. Well, not shows because shows aren't aren't on right now. But I feel like that the 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 rooms are so cheap now, which they are. You know that yes. maybe it's you know maybe people who normally couldn't. I, I I don't really know where I'm going with that. Okay, so <laughs> no, I know exactly where you're going with it, and and it you're I don't think you're wrong, because I was checking my my Caesars rates this week just to see because I mean I can't go, but you know yeah. I still like to look and dream, sure. and I can book rooms at Bally's 
as an example for $9 a night right now. Yeah. yeah. If I log out of my diamond I, account and just look at them as a, as a civilian, they're like $30 a night. So even with a, even with a resort fee, you're paying $70 a night for a room in, in Vegas. That's crazy in my mind. Crazy. Well, and, and here's my thing. I, I don't, Raising the room rates might help a little bit, but I think Vegas is kind of biting themselves in the ass right now with the low room rates. I mean, I realize they just want to get butts in rooms. I get that. Mm-hmm. But from what we could see is that the clientele that is there because of the low room rates, they're not sl- sitting at slot machines. Okay. They're not in there spending money gambling. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're not, they, they, they might sit down and put $10 in until they get a free drink and then move along without having gambled any of that $10. Uh-huh. The people that were at, I noticed at one point, the people that were the slot machines were the people like us. Yeah. You could kind of tell they were the regulars. They were the people that were tourists, the ones that were there because the of lovers. low room rates, they're just there to walk up and down the strip, see and be seen. Hmm. And I don't think that raising rates is necessarily going to be what's going to do it. What I think is it's going to take is for everything to open back up again, for you to be able to go, for the Europeans to be able to come, for the conventions to be able to come. For the shows. Because the people that are there right now and, and, and the – I guess in, in Europe or in England, they would call them hooligans, okay? But I think the way it would work is once the convention goers are there, once the tourists are there, it kind of dilutes that crowd a little bit, mm. if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're not so emboldened because it's not they're not 85% of the clientele that's there right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm – you understand what I'm saying? Totally, once, yeah. Once that, once that, once everything's able to get back to normal, and they can get, they can get the people there that are generally there. I, I think it's, I think that's what's going to make the difference. I don't think raising the room rates is necessarily going to make a difference. That's going to hurt Vegas short term. Sure. Because right now they need every dollar they can get. Mm-hmm. They do. Vegas is hurting right now. I mean, we all, we all know that. I mean, they're they're hurting, and and. I'm I'm 100% behind them being able to just just get the people there. Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. That that makes perfect sense to me. Once once things can kind of open up and you can start getting the the usual crowd, quote unquote, coming to Vegas, the international tourists, the conventioneers, the 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 people coming from from all over the place, I think you're right. I think that that may force things to to straighten up a little bit. I I I agree 100% with that. I and so the problem is right now, though, is that I, I understanding that Vegas needs to make money and that they need to just get mm. people into the hotels to make money. I feel like from everything, we're, we're, we're pretty in tune with the Vegas world online and on the intro web and, and social media. Vegas is taking a beating right now. Uh-huh. Vegas's reputation is not very good right now. It's just not. No. Part of that is... For good reason. Um, I was telling Michelle earlier, one of the things that I did want to talk about tonight, people are like, should I go to Vegas right now? Are you a Vegas lover? If yes, if the answer to that is yes, then 100% go to Vegas. 
because you know where to find your Vegas. Mm-hmm. But if you're a first time goer, if, you, if you're a first time visitor of Vegas, I cannot recommend you go right now because you are not going to see the Vegas that, that we all fell be. in love with. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I said, we know where to find our Vegas. Mm-hmm. We can what go sit in the chandelier bar mm-hmm. and have some drinks with some friends. That's Vegas. We can, the rest of that can all be shut out. But if you're a first time goer, you want to go see the show. You want to go to the club. You want to go hang out at the pool. You can't even go to a pool right now without hanging out, without staying in line. Yeah. Yeah. The experience is not going to be what you think it's going to be if you're a first-time visitor to Vegas. You know what? That is an opinion that I 100% share with you. I mean, for someone like like me who's been to Vegas 30 times in the last five years, you're right. I know where to find my Vegas. I could go to Las Vegas and be there for four days and not go to the Strip at all and not be heartbroken by that. I could go see friends in Henderson or Summerlin, or I could do a road trip or I could find all these different things to do. But for the people who are going for the first time, and I understand why they're going for the first time, they're going because they were able to get a $20 room at the Flamingo and a $40 round trip flight on Spirit Airlines. I understand that. But when I see them on social media asking questions about what can I do? Where can I go? What should I see? Where should I eat? All these different things. My first question is, is it your first trip? And if it is, in all honesty, just cancel the trip. You're not going to enjoy it. It's not the Vegas that you're expecting. Agreed. Because it's not the Vegas you're looking for right now. It's not how Vegas really is. Hopefully it becomes that Vegas. It will be. No, I have 100% faith that it will be back to how it was. It just, we have to get past all this mess that we're in right now. Now, all of this, right, right. Now, all of this being said with all of the craziness and the weirdness and, and all of that, everything going on, are you guys in a rush to get back to Vegas? We would, we I would go, go back tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> we would go tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. Because, no because like I said, we know where to find our Vegas. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's always there. As long as the lights are on, our Vegas is there. Yep. Awesome. Um, if people want to find you guys, they can find you, of course, on social media. You guys are on Twitter. You're on Facebook. Uh, you're on YouTube. How do people find you guys? We work to visit Vegas everywhere. And all one word. All one word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, did, I did a little research and apparently we work to visit Vegas separated does not show up on Google for some reason. No. All one word. We yeah. work to visit Vegas. All one word. Yes. Because that's our, that's what we do. We literally, that's what we do. We yep. work to visit Vegas. Yep. We live in a small house. We don't, yeah, we don't have any extravagances. We just go to Vegas. That's our extravagance. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Guys, thank you so much for taking time to to jump on with me. It's It's been a blast uh, chatting with you guys. And hopefully once things open up and things start becoming a little more normal, we can maybe connect and tip back a few at the chandelier bar. Absolutely. We are never going to the chandelier bar. <laughs> can't afford it we're always going back to the those, those, that, those, those two those two those two trips we canceled and i saved the budget gone gone <laughs> seven drops down her throat oh don't be mad <laughs> uh. 
You can find Dave and Michelle on social media. They're on Twitter at WeVegas and on Instagram at WeWorkToVisitVegas. And make sure to check out all their videos on their YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash WeWorkToVisitVegas. Of course, I'll have all these links in the show notes at JeffDoesVegas.com. I also want to add that my conversation with Dave and Michelle is just part one of a look at the current state of affairs in Las Vegas. In addition to getting the tourist's point of view, I wanted to get the local's perspective. So I'll be joined on the next episode of the podcast by Jake Gallen, a Vegas native who hosts his own podcast called The Guest List. And that wraps up yet another episode of the podcast. If you've got feedback on this episode of the show or any other episode for that matter, or you've got suggestions and ideas for topics you'd like me to cover on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Jeff Does Vegas. You can also drop me an email direct at Jeff at Jeff Does In the meantime, thank you so much for checking out the show. Be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts so you'll know the moment new episodes are available. And don't forget to visit jeffdoesvegas.com for past episodes and show notes. My name is Jeff, and this has been episode number 74 of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast. 